brought to you by the Star Wars Holiday Special. Because apparently, this is the hellish world we live in now. We celebrate a day of peace, a day of harmony, a day of joy we all can share, together joyously. Would you look at Lumpy? He's sure grown, huh? And I think his voice is changing. <laughs> oh, come on, Lumpy. I'm just podcasting. Voice of the Rebellion, the holiday special. The holiday special, episode 14. Ooh. So, uh, just to give you guys a heads up, we are going to be talking about the Star Wars holiday special <laughs> that Gabe viewed for the first time last night. For the first time yesterday. Yes. Um, and uh, so if you want to just, if you want to skip um, the Sen- sound of Send me Gabe your thoughts losing and, his mind. Send me your thoughts and prayers, please. Yes. <laughs> but first, I'll go ahead and get into some news here. All right. So, um, not a lot of news again. Yeah. Um, just some little details. Yeah, it's like here and basically there. everybody's been going around giving interviews for things. So yeah. there's been little things, but there's been no there. reveals because obviously by contract they can't say anything. Yeah. Um, but just some little things. Uh, Ryan Johnson confirmed that the trilogy he's going to make will not be about the Old Republic. Yeah. And he is dead set on completely new, never-before-touched story, characters, everything. Yeah. Which, the problem is, is like, if he wants never-touched before, where do you go? Well, because like we talked about... Everything in the Star Wars universe has been covered in some... Yeah, aspect. I mean, I think we'll get a huge clue after seeing Last Jedi. Um, nice. You, yeah. Mark had to have his coat. I had to. And he had to, he had to pop it open on air. And we don't edit yeah. this out because no. we don't have the time. Too no lazy. time. Too late. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, like I said in the other episode, it yeah. could be about like the formation of the Jedi. Yeah. And that's way, 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 way back. And that would yeah. be never before seen. Yeah. That would be interesting. Or it would just be like some, uh, you know, every man like really like not big story but just like yeah and it could also be like whoever like um a, benicio del toro's playing uh, yeah but you know well could, he said that all new characters i really think they mean separate completely yeah. separate from this yeah um but ryan johnson gosh they hold him in such high esteem apparently he's so, like nailed this one yeah and, well, so look at like everything else that they've dealt with um so J.J. Abrams, they obviously like, but they made him rewrite the script for Force Awakens like a ton of times. Yeah. Um, the directors for the Han Solo were taken off, removed. Yeah. Uh, the director for Episode Nine taken off, yeah. removed. Um, apparently the they extensive rewrites for um, Rogue One. Rogue One. They yeah. Shoots. Apparently they like made him re-edit the whole thing a bunch yeah. for Rogue One. Like the trailer was so different than the movie. So the only person. But Ryan, okay, so Ryan Johnson comes in. They're like, hey, write something completely new, direct it however you want. He does that, writes it completely the way he wants, mm-hmm. no, like, no hand in it from anyone else. And they're like, oh, you're great. Yeah. Like, he's the only one who has not had any interference from Lucasfilm. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah, I know. It's Which gonna be... makes me really excited for Last Jedi. Yeah, like, it's going to be fantastic. Like, I think. who, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Mark Hamill, friend of the show, Mark Hamill, friend of the show, Mark Hamill. Uh, he has an interesting story for how he got into the mind frame of Luke. Basically, he was trying to get into how Luke got into this like place of pure despair and everything. So he had to come up with this whole backstory about like marrying a woman who already had a kid. Yeah. And this is not Ken. This yeah. is just to get him in the mind frame. But he's in the mind frame of this like yeah. feeling of pure despair. And then the kid ends up dying and she ends up dying too. And like the, the kid finds his lightsaber. Yeah. And kills himself with it by accident. 
And that's so that's the kind of guilt that he wanted to draw upon for Luke in this movie. Yeah. Because apparently an entire school full of young Jedi that he like took under his wing away from well, their parents. Okay. And getting murdered by one of his best students is not quite dark But when enough. you look at what Mark Hamill was trying to explain, he was saying like he looked at like real world gun violence, like something he could actually really draw from. So like yeah. kids who shoot themselves by accident in the home. Yeah. He's got kids, he, so like... Yeah, so he wanted to actually relate to something instead of just thinking, like, well, these characters, I have no idea who they are, yeah. died, okay? Um, yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, I mean, it shows you how grim Luke is going to be, which I don't know if I like or not. Like, I totally get it for the trajectory of the character. Yeah. But I am just so, like, you know, that compassionate Luke Skywalker was my... That doesn't mean he can't be also compassionate, but... Yeah, that that very hopeful Luke Skywalker was my idol growing up. So I don't know if uh, if that'll yeah, if that'll upset me or not. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, Kelly Marie, Marie Tran, friend of the show, Kelly Marie yes. Tran, friend of the show. <laughs> she wasn't allowed to see the Force Awakens before starting work on the Last Jedi because they started work on the Last Jedi before. Uh, they, uh, before Force Awakens came out, yeah, they cast her before it came out, and um, she, she asked Ryan Johnson, she's like, "So can I see Force Awakens to get a sense of who these characters are?" And Ryan Johnson's like, "No, yeah, no, you have yeah. to have a completely fresh perspective." Yeah, which can you imagine, like stepping on the set of the second film and like yeah. you don't know what's happened since Return of the Jedi? Yeah, no idea. And so it's just like, oh, by the way, you remember the Resistance? She's yeah, like, the what? What? <laughs> Yeah, so, but I mean, it's, if, like we just said, if Ryan Johnson's as great as he is and he's directing people the way that exactly, he wants yeah. to, then I guess he did it right. Which, by the way, I was watching uh, a old college humor episode that was talking about net neutrality. Mm-hmm. And they were in the middle of like walking through and like, you know, talking to different characters and stuff, would be people would be affected by net neutrality. And I'm sitting there watching, like, wait, is that, is that Kelly Marie Tran? <laughs> I went over onto IMDb, and she's she was in a bunch of college humor videos. <laughs> Is that how she got her start? Yeah, <laughs> so weird. So like yeah. she's just in the middle of all yeah. these <laughs> these college humor videos as just random characters and stuff. So yeah. it's pretty great that like that's where she started off, and now she's in the biggest franchise on the planet. Yeah, uh, Daisy Ridley. Um, she did not friend of the show, Daisy friend, Ridley, <laughs> friend of the show, Daisy Ridley. She went and, uh, was being interviewed and she said that she had signed up for three Star Wars films and three Star oh, Wars films yeah. was good enough for her. And that was going to be it. But then today she said that she was misquoted. Yeah, well, I, which she wasn't because like she that wasn't was mis- her quote. she wasn't misquoted, but people just took the context out of it. Yeah, but all she was trying to say, I think, was that she had signed up for these three films. Like this, these three films are a complete story. Yeah, and she and didn't think of what 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 she would do next after that. Yeah, it was sort of like a uh, we'll see. Like, so I don't I don't think that she would refuse to do something else. Um, but at the same time, honestly, she might want to move on to other projects too. I mean, it's not yeah. Like, but at the same time, here's the thing. A bunch of actors are like, oh, I can't imagine continuing to have to do, like, to be Captain America for the next 20 years. If you go and do one of these movies, you're filming for, at most, two months. Yeah. Usually about a month. And then you show up and do reshoots. Yeah. That is plenty of time for you to go off and do other, other movies. Other projects, yeah. And so, it's, I think, like, for a lot of the the people especially for like roles like this it's like they're mm-hmm. like i just don't want to have to be in con in constant like the greatest shape of my life forever <laughs> yeah because you go and see like the workout routine that she does yeah in order to be able to do everything she needs to do and it's insane so apparently she actually does really well with that though the uh i was watching some like behind the scenes thing oh the fight scene and yeah. um and this guy the the trainer guy was like i was gonna uh teach her this uh fight routine in three days and she mastered it in an hour and a half yeah so apparently she's actually really good on her own yeah but, which is great um okay so yeah that's really all for news um i want mark and i to make one last unique prediction about last jedi 
And whoever comes closest for that prediction being true, like even if both predictions are wrong, whoever is closest kind of, you know, yeah. in the story-wise. Now, do you want like the full plot? Or do you no. want like, a, like a, a specific like? The problem is I think it's kind of clear what the full plot is, like structure-wise. Mm, I don't think like, it is. Like the, well, like the whole like Ray and Kylo Ren pulling each other to the middle and like if we both said that, like that's not really like a prediction that's unique. Yeah. Um, so anyways, whoever, I mean, whoever wins the prediction gets two points added to their trivia. Yeah. Do you have a unique prediction? Would it be a unique prediction to say that I think Leia is going to be killed by? Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. I think Kylo Ren is going to kill his mother. I think. I think what you're going to see is basically he kills both of his parents. I don't think that at all. Um, I'd bet good money against that. Actually, yeah. I don't think it would make sense for his character. I think he would save his mother, and that's what starts to draw him back. Yeah. But. my prediction, Luke, I just, I can't figure out if he's going to die or not. I think he's going to whine a lot. <laughs> okay, but like in a cool way. <laughs> um, I think that, um, no, because the mentor's got to leave. So I think Luke is going to die but he's going to become a forest ghost. Okay. And he'll, he will be in the next movie, but as a forest ghost. All right. So that'll be my, my prediction. So my prediction is that Luke dies and your prediction that Leia dies. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. So if Luke like is like walking around all like, yeah, I'm awesome at the end of the movie, but Leia's like in critical condition or something then I win. Yes. That'd be close. Yes. So we'll count the number of scars, like scratches they get on their faces if they no, both. <laughs> no, just just narrative wise, like, like yeah, which character gets more thrown into the dumps? Okay, like, sounds good. So all right, all right, on to the main topic. Oh. <laughs> So the music you heard at the opening and then right just now is Princess, Le- Princess Leia singing the Life Day song. Um, what is Life Day? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They don't explain it. Something to do with the Tree of Life. Yeah. Um, okay. It's a so, Wookiee holiday. To explain first, let's get some stuff out there. The Star Wars holiday special was made a year after A New Hope came out. Yes. This is before Empire Strikes Back. Yes. It was on TV. It was seventy-eight. It was uh, CBS. They mm-hmm. approached George Lucas about doing it, and George Lucas apparently like wasn't thrilled with it, but he's like, "Okay, fine." Yeah. Um, eventually, it was Lucas's idea and story. Um, the main writer they hired disagreed with it um, because a lot of like we're about to go into the story a lot of the story involves just wookies growling at each other yeah and the writer was like this is just going to be like an episode of lassie where you're trying to understand what the dog is saying yeah and lucas is like i don't care this is what we're doing Mm. um and lucas's name isn't even on the credits for yeah so by the time it was it was like ready to come out george had seen it was like Oh yeah, no, I can't oh, have my oh, name. On this. Oh, oh, I'm just gonna pretend that I wasn't involved yeah. in my Star Wars movie. He's actually quoted as saying he wants to find every copy of it and destroy it. Yes, but unfortunately, it lives on the internet now. Yeah. Um, so they hired uh, one director for it. They left the project after shooting just a couple scenes. Yeah. And then the next director they hired never got to meet George Lucas. Instead, was just given a Wookiee Bible on how Wookiees looked and behaved. Yeah. So he was just given this instruction manual on Wookiees and said, here you go, make a Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's, so. It's bad. All right. We're going to go into like a, sub, well, a, a synopsis and, and so, critique along the way. Yeah. We're going to go story beat by beat here. So the whole thing opens with Han and Chewie flying away in the Millennium Falcon from 
the from Tatooine, which we have to say it's Tatooine because they literally just took any of the exterior shots of the Falcon are just shots of the Millennium Falcon fleeing from Tatooine in A New Hope. Yeah, the, the shot of the two Star Destroyers is the exact same shot in A New Hope. Yeah. Then, but then inside, apparently they couldn't get the actual set for the Millennium Falcon <laughs> because the little tiny set that Han and Chewie are hanging out on is like half the size of the, of the Millennium Falcon's cockpit. Yeah. So they're like cramped into this tiny little area. And Harrison Ford looks bored out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, he's like mumbling his lines. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we got to get you to, to life day, Chewie. Oh, and, yeah. It, you, you know, I always get you there in time, yeah. buddy. <laughs> so the the plot is Chewbacca is returning to Kazook. Because for some reason, Kashyyyk is called Kazook in this movie. It was still spelled Kashyyyk, though. Still spelled Kashyyyk. But pronounced Kazook. Kazook. Yeah. Um, now, this is this not what... It, could it be Kazook, though? Because is this the only time it's been named out loud in a Star Wars film? I think in episode three they referred to it. I think they, said that, they said the droid attack on the Wookiees. They don't say, let's oh. go to Kashyyyk. Yeah, except that everybody now has pretty much all said Kashyyyk, like, at this point and everything else. Well, they're all wrong, apparently. It's Kazook. <laughs> except that this, this holiday special is not canon, so... Uh, clearly, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> okay, so Chewbacca's returning to Kazook to celebrate Life Day, and they don't tell you what Life Day is. Yeah. They're, you're basically just supposed to assume it's the Star Wars Christmas analog, which, as much as George Lucas has, like, tried to make sure the holiday special doesn't exist. Things like in the old Star Wars Galaxies MMO, Life Day happened at Christmas time every single year and would have all kinds of Christmas celebrations for Life Day. Yeah. And it was all focused on the Wookiees. So everybody, like, they acknowledge. Like, when they do Star Wars Land over in um, Disneyland, yeah. they're going to have Life Day at yeah. Christmas time. Oh, it's yeah. just yeah. how it is. So I'm I'm watching this, you know, for the first time yesterday, and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, this is, I mean, they're not explaining anything, but but all right, like yeah. like it's not bad, but then it goes into 20 minutes of Wookies growling at each other, and you have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, like they're sort of like pantomiming like stuff, and you can sort of tell that yeah. Itchy, who is um, Chewie's dad who is like this weird toothless Wookiee who's like <laughs> bottom lip comes up over the top yeah. of his nose, that he hates Lumpy. Lumpy like, is Chewbacca's kid. Yeah. Who's like real, real tiny. Like I was, I don't know like how small like this kid was inside of the suit, but it was like real, real small. Yeah. And he like itchy spends this whole time just like screaming <laughs> at Lumpy and hitting him yeah. and making him hide behind his mom. Um, yeah, so like Lumpy is just going off and doing random things, like like he goes off to their terrace and looks down at how like far up their treehouse is. Yeah. And decides after looking down to get on the ledge and start walking. Yeah. So right away I'm thinking, okay, Lumpy's not smart. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is this is the character development they're this, doing. This right? is a Star Wars snap right? film. We're gonna watch Lumpy die right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and then Lumpy starts watching this weird hologram, yeah, of of dancing people. It's on the Jajaric board. I don't. And there's like these weird spandex aliens, but like aliens, if you were working on a real small budget and just like your your only budget was for spandex. It's like it's like a trailer park version of Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, like. Yeah. I, so I was like, okay, that's it's weird, but all right, let's let's, uh, let's yeah. get this plot going. Um, so the uh, uh, Chewbacca's wife, what's the wife's name? Mala. Mala is getting upset that Chewbacca's not there yet for Life Day, mm-hmm. so she calls Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and Mark Hamill looks weird. Well, he's got like this really like orange makeup on. And thick eyeliner, and he's got this really, really bad blonde wig going. Like, is it a wig or was it his hair? I, it's either a wig or like they did just didn't bother to style it at all, so it's sort of like laying f- weirdly flat on his head. Yeah, it, 
and he's for some reason he can now understand the Wookiees. No, no, and... he couldn't. At first, it seemed like he could, but but at one point, the Wookiees are all like on the screen talking to him. He goes, "Okay, okay, one at a time, one at a time." <laughs> and they start, but then, but then Mala starts talking to him, and he's like trying to figure out what she's saying, and she like has to like wave a picture of Chewbacca. He's like Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, Chewbacca, where is he? Go ahead and bring him out. And then she growls again and is, like, waving, and he's like, oh, is is he not there then? Is that what you're saying? So he doesn't actually understand him, and yet, when they were all yelling at him, he's like, one at a time. You didn't understand him anyway, so what What do you need him to speak one at a time for if you can't understand him? Yeah, it, so that made no sense. Yeah. Um, and then they keep showing shots of Mala just staring longingly at Chewbacca's picture. Yeah. And like these shots are like way extended, yeah. And like 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 the camera like zooms into her eyes, yeah. And she like stares at the photo. Well, and when <laughs> when Luke goes like is like sorry, I can't help you. It cuts back and she just he goes back to work on some X wing part with R two, mm-hmm. and it spends about two minutes with him like fiddling with the yeah, piece, like with with like smoke coming out and being like we gotta fix this and i guess we're like, fi- look oh, look at okay. us we're fixing this now look at us fixing 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 it's so yeah by this time i'm sensing that this isn't gonna go well yeah um uh so then they okay yeah they they get on the computer and they're trying to search for Chewbacca coming in. Yeah. And it says there's no starships near Kazook. Yeah. Apparently no starships. No starships. But here's the ever thing. orbit Kazook. Well, and here's the thing too, is if this is supposed to just monitor starships that are flying around the planet at this very moment, then if Han had already landed, they wouldn't see anything. So there's no <laughs> point in being disappointed. And if it's... Yeah. And if it's monitoring, like, any ships that are either in space or have landed, then there should be plenty of ships around. Yeah. Just not the movie you're talking. (laughs) Okay. So then um, they cut to uh, new characters. There's an off-duty Imperial who is in this, like, dollar store, I guess. Yeah. Like a type shop. It's like a little junk shop with, like... And yeah, this, it's really a, it's a dollar store. It's really bad. The the store owner is like showing him contraptions. Yeah, and it's like, hey, I bet you could use this. Ha ha ha! He's trying to be all zany and funny, and he's not at all. And apparently, he's like a comedian from the late nineteen seventies. But like, all these people are like, every single human who shows up who's like a well known person is, like, in their 60s. Yeah. So this show is supposed to be for kids, and yeah. yet they're, like, with Art Carney. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody, these kids are going to be like, I don't care about this person. Uh, so then he's like, hey, I bet you could use this. And the guy's like, okay, I'll just take it. And then he steals it from him. He's like, and oh, yeah, how, out. Much, how much do you want to buy it from me for? He's like, I said I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no point to the scene. All it does is it's like them improving for 10 minutes yeah. wandering around a shop and being like, do you like this thing? Yeah. No. Do you like this so, thing? No. Not advancing the plot at all. Yeah. Um, Which you will find is a pattern. <laughs> um, so then the Wookiee family um, is calling this store owner. Um, did we ever get a name for the store owner? I don't he even some. He was, he was Trader something. Trader, Trader something. Trader Joe. Um, he, he's talking to the Wookiees on the phone and we're back to nonsensical Wookiee dialogue. Yeah. Um, and it turns out he's a member of the rebellion. Yeah. And he's, he said, okay, I'll check in on whether or not Chewbacca is going to make it in time for life day Yeah, for you. So then it cuts to naturally, uh, Mala watching a cooking show mm-hmm. on how to make something. It's a, it's, there's some, it's some dude and, dressed up in like this woman's outfit whose like skin is like this weird gray purple and she's like real big and has like these big huge like shoulder pads and gloves that are from like Disney crew members from like Tomorrowland. Like it's a really like cheapo outfit. They spend five minutes explaining how to make this dish. 
that doesn't exist. Yeah. It's made out of Bantha. She's like, so then you put in a pinch of zoop-a-doop. And then, and then you put in this. And then you do this. And, and it's like, why do I care yeah. about what goes in this dish? Yeah. It, I, and the, I, like, the part that's supposed to be funny is that it keeps – she keeps talking about the – the rump and the loin of the bantha and like yeah. the, the loin's like a real big piece and oh, but that rump is nice too. And you're like, so they're just making bantha dick and butt jokes now. Yeah. And, and then so, she has this whole thing about like whisking and mashing and whisk and mash, whisk, mash, whisk, mash. And like Mala can't keep up and she's trying to yeah. do it as fast as she can. And yeah. then the alien pulls out two other arms, and oh look, the alien has four arms. Isn't this hilarious? This folks? was the first scene in the special where I really started to feel like killing myself. Yeah. Um, and it really made me not like Star Wars yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like I, I don't know what this I, is. I don't like Star Wars. I yeah, guess. Like apparently, <laughs> if this is what Star Wars is, and this is, I think it was the first point at which I said, "Game, imagine." You are, like, a parent who never saw Star Wars with your kid. Yeah. You, like, sent them off to go, to go to the theater on their own. Never saw it. You you bought your kid all the toys and stuff. You're like, this, my kid really likes Star Wars. Yeah. And you never saw it. And there's there's no VHS or anything. Yeah. So you never got a chance to see it before it was out of theaters. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, let's sit down and watch this holiday special. Mm-hmm. And then this happens. And you're yeah. like, wait, this is what my kid... <laughs> Has been enjoying what? what? Like this doesn't make any sense. No, like really, this is this is the thing you like. Um, so then, uh, the store owner comes to drop off some proton energy cartridge or whatever at the Wookiee family's home. Yeah. Um, he gives Lumpy and the family a gift, I guess, for Life Day. Um, then the most disturbing seen in the in the special okay so I, itchy i don't i just given this chair why? why he's given this chair that's got this little headpiece so it's kind of like a vr headset and he gets all comfy and gets into it it's like it's like cerebro yeah like savior yeah he sits in it he lowers it and it's this, i didn't i didn't catch this that it's a it's a pop singer from the 70s yeah she comes and, on and she's like she starts by going, oh, yes. You you can see me. Yeah. I can see you. And I just want to make you feel real good. She's like, we can have a good time, can't we? I find you adorable. And they repeat this line like five times in a row. Like, I find you adorable. 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 Yeah. And like, it, it cuts and shows itching. He's like squirming in his seat yeah. like, oh, and then it shows her on a bed and she's like experience me let me pleasure God. you no let, let, like we're not changing the dialogue yes. here she literally said experience me let me pleasure you and then she goes into this like singing musical number and it's like ooh ah, so singing and again when you said like families like yeah. your kids have you don't know what star wars is you're watching it with your kids and you're like what did you see in the yeah. theaters you, like, do you 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 have you, this is star wars porn yeah it was literally the itchy uh chewbacca's dad was watching porn in the middle of the living room too <laughs> in the middle of the living room with the, the family just <laughs> watching him do it yeah and literally in the sounds he's making, he's like, uh, I just, yeah. I, I, I hate Star Wars now. <laughs> I just, and then she like turns into a kaleidoscope yeah. and it just, nothing made sense. Yeah. So then they finally cut away from that. And that scene, by the way, lasted way too long. Yeah. Um, they cut to Leia being a secretary yeah. Naturally, at the rebellion, she's doing some paperwork at the rebellion yeah. headquarters. It's just, it's like a generic and, building yeah. that they got from like and, and the, the set of Lost in Space or something. Yeah. So the store owner gets on and the phone with her, and he's like, "Don't worry, I'm taking care of things over here." And this is the first time she's met him. She has no idea who he is. Yeah. 
And she's like, okay, I guess I'll just leave you with this poor and dealing store owner. Like, yeah. You guys trust, are in good hands. I trust you very much. And that's one of Leia's only one of two and, scenes. And one of the things, too, is that apparently they decided that you would not be able to recognize any of these characters if they weren't wearing the exact costumes they wore on their action figures. <laughs> yeah. Because Leia is wearing the exact same little uh, dress and the hair buns that she did in A New Hope. Han is in the identical outfit when he's mm-hmm. generally in that same outfit. And then Luke is first in the X-Wing pilot. X-Wing pilot. And then later on, he's in his Tatooine gear. Yeah. For like, no reason. So then it goes back to the Wookiee family. Um, someone knocks on the door. They open it, and it's Stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Um, the store owner like, tries to talk his way out of, I guess, being there. Mm-hmm. And the way the, the stormtroopers they walk in, right? And the way they hold their guns up to the Wookiee family, yeah, they put their hand on top of the gun as they're aiming it yeah. towards them for some. It's as reason. if the person has never seen a gun before yeah. and was like, told "This is like, what you do, right? Yeah, this is, is this how uh, you hold it." So the Imperial, like leading them, comes in. And he's like, "We gotta make sure, like, like where's the like basically where's Chewbacca." We think he's part of the rebellion. We're going to wait here. He's uh, going to stand around until he shows yeah. back up. Never mind that he hasn't, like, he probably hasn't been there in the last year. So, like, we're just going to stand here for the <laughs> yeah. next six months. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to wait here. And for some reason, the, the one of the uniforms they decided, besides, like, the general, like, Imperial officer uniform, in the guy who showed up at the dollar store earlier, mm-hmm. and then the guy who shows up in this scene... He's got one of the Imperial helmets that's this black helmet. It looks kind of... It make, actually makes him look kind of like Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. Yeah. The helmet's like five times too large. Oh my gosh. Like, those helmets like, were in why? the original film, but they were just like half the size. Yeah. I, they, so they're wandering around with these why gigantic helmets. Why didn't they have access to all the Star Wars props? I don't know. They, they had to make their own. Um so then for some reason, the store owner, again, I guess to fill up time for the special, decides that he's going to show one of the Imperials a hologram of Jefferson Starship yeah. to play a concert. Now, the, the scene was kind of like, if you watched it alone, like as a music video, you'd be like, yeah. that's kind of trippy and cool. Yeah. Because this is the 1970s. And yet, like the microphone that they've got is like glowing. And each time like the, the guitar player like strums on the guitar, the whole guitar like glows with pink light. And yeah. whenever the drummer is like drumming, like there's like these pulses of like mm-hmm. these, these like energy wave pulses that emerge from it and stuff. It's actually kind of cool, except like what is going on and why is the Imperials just sitting there yeah. staring at it. The they're time. supposed to be looking for Chewbacca and, and they're, they're like, they're like these little tiny holograms. sit down and watch this, this concert of this little tiny hologram of Jefferson reason. Starship. At this point, we had paused it, and we saw the time, and it was only halfway through like, the special. Got, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, I so... Was, I was so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so the store owner leaves, I guess, and then Lumpy decides to start watching a cartoon. A cartoon about Han Solo. And Chewbacca. So... So the rebellion made a cartoon, yeah, about Han Solo, Chewbacca, and Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. and it introduces Boba Fett for some reason. And the animation style and, is like Yellow Submarine. Oh yeah, it's Doctor Seuss type uh, stuff. Like they end up on this like liquid planet that's got like this. The water is like jelly. Yeah, because whenever they like land in the water, it, like very slowly, like gorps. And for some reason, Han Solo has to have his eyes closed the whole time. Yeah, he's like he got looks this, like, like weird squinty thing. He going looks on. like Brock from like Pokemon. Like, C three PO like... actually has pupils that look around, and he blinks for yeah. some reason. And then, right, so the the whole the thing that happens is like Luke goes looking for the Millennium Han, Falcon. The Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Which why, if you're in the middle of doing a whole Star Wars holiday special about the Millennium Falcon not being where they want it to be. <laughs> Would you then have a whole cartoon about the Millennium Falcon not being where they want it to be? Well, the ideas so were Luke, just flowing. So Luke goes off in a Y-Wing with, like, C-3PO, like, riding shotgun. Yeah. And they go, and they <laughs> end up, like, landing on this planet. 
They detach the front part of the Y-Wing, because apparently that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett shows up with a, like, with this lance riding on the back of a dragon. He's like, I am Boba Fett. I, I will call you friend, and I will show you where your friends are, friend. And then it, just, it looks like, okay. Yeah, he's like, oh, cool. And he follows him. And then it instantly just, like, cuts to them, like, talking about some talisman. Yeah, they don't explain it. And Luke's suddenly fallen asleep. Yeah, like, and Chewbacca's... Boba Fett's like, yeah, like, you're like, where did this talisman come from? And Boba Fett's like, oh, yeah, that talisman, it puts humans to sleep. And it's like, so what are you, Boba? <laughs> what? And then he's like, yeah. we must go to the city. We'll go to the city and we'll find out about, there's a serum that stops this magic talisman. We'll find it potion magic talisman yeah and so they end up going to the city and he it, so then boba fett uh talks to darth vader and he's like yeah i've got them i've captured i'm gonna capture the, the heroes yeah. you know and at this point lumpy watching this cartoon yells and imperial is so like scared by vader yeah and, and imperial like walks over to lumpy like what are you doing and Lumpy, like, switches it over so they can't see what he was doing. He's like, oh, it's just yeah. some dumb kid's game, huh? Yeah. yeah. But it's like, why did he need to switch it over? He's just watching a cartoon. Yeah. But unless the cartoon really is, like, rebel propaganda. Yeah. And he had to hide it. I don't know. It didn't make any sense. Anyways, the cartoon ends with C-3PO just being like, oh, hey, by the way, Luke, Boba Fett is working with Darth Vader. And Boba Fett slowly, like, <laughs> inches out of the room back. Slowly. Kind of like, like that awkward, like... Step back, like, oh my, oh. And he, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll see you later. And like, jetpacks out of the Millennium Falcon. But you're like, your whole thing was like, you were going to capture these guys. Luke doesn't even have a blaster. But yeah. Boba Fett does. Like, why aren't you it, capturing these people? Yeah. Anyways, the cartoon ends. And then it cuts to the Imperials just wrecking the Wookiee home. They rip off like Lumpy's. Um, toy Bantha's head oh, for no reason. It's actually really sad because Lumpy goes upstairs to find his, his pet Bantha toy, like yeah. uh, decapitated, and he's like, oh, oh. He lays it on the bed, and, like puts a blanket on it, yeah, and like 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 petting it, like like what? Yeah, they had to, like so they okay. Anyways, this movie is the room of from, Star Wars. Yeah, from. <laughs> Oh, hi, Luke. Oh, hi, Luke. <laughs> um, yeah, they, I did not blast her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, so it goes from, from porn to, like, child emotional abuse. Yeah. And then, like, Lumpy ends up sitting down with his, he has this device that's <laughs> uh, broken. This is where I start to feel genuine rage yeah. where I'm watching this. So he sits down. And he's got some weird, like, box that's just got a bunch of switches on it that they, like, assembled in their garage, in the garage, like, when they were planning on this show. <laughs> and he puts on a video of some dude who's a human-looking robot, apparently, who's describing how to fix this non-existent device, mm-hmm. giving step-by-step instructions, and then occasionally so- doing... Mildly amusing things like sticking a screwdriver under his chin and twisting, and it makes his lips wiggle. Yeah. So, like the cooking show, you have a five-minute um, instructional video for something that doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It's like then you stick the the, the tea like, nut into the five and bulb, and then the and gorgle flats, and then it's and he's, he's wiggle yeah. the flange. And Lumpy's like, oh, okay. And he's like, like he's fixing the device and. And he's like, what is going on? Why? So, (laughs) this is the worst part. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, the porn was the worst part of the movie. This is the part that's really, I think, made the least sense. Yeah. Um, The Imperials, you know, they take a break from wrecking the the Wookiee home. And Lumpy's upstairs using his device, fixing his device, whatever. While he's doing that, the Imperials get a message on the screen in the living room. That says, now, required viewing for all Imperials. And it cuts to the soap opera on Tatooine. It takes place in the cantina. Yeah. So the Imperials are are in the Wookiee living room. Yeah. They're supposed to be waiting for Chewbacca. Because I have to remind you of the plot here. Yeah. (laughs) Because they just do nothing. Um, And they decide to watch a soap opera. Yes. 
Okay. Now, mind you, they couldn't afford the set they'd already built yep. on Tatooine. So this, the it's supposed to be the same cantina. It's just a quarter of the size. Yeah. So this guy enters the, the cantina. And he is trying to, you know, get with the bartender. Now, mind you, they couldn't, apparently couldn't afford the star power of Warher, the bartender from A New Hope. <laughs> and so they got B. Arthur instead. Yes. From the Golden Girls. Naturally. She's the bartender. So this guy um, who can drink with a hole in his head. Yeah, he's got this, he looks like a volcano coming out of the top of his head. Um, he like is keep trying to like flirt with her and he's like, like you, you said that you wanted me to come back. I took that as like, you wanted me. And he like actually walks behind the counter and like sexually assaults her. So it's like grabbing her. And because she said goodbye, I'll see you later. Yeah. And then, and then she like gets him to sit down and, and then she says that to somebody else who leaves. She says, goodbye, I'll see you later. And he's like... And he's crushed. Oh, no. He's like... He, she says it to everyone. Oh, no. She says, goodbye, I'll see you later to yeah. everybody. That means she doesn't want to sleep with me. Yeah. So he puts his hood on and he, like, just, like, puts his head down. It's real sad. And it was, like, this, like, really, like, nihilist video. Yeah. Like, like, nothing matters. Like... Yeah. Shut up. Like, you, nothing matters. Don't love. He's a real, like, men's <laughs> rights activist where he's like, this is, this is why yeah. women are. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, keep in mind, this is required viewing for the Imperials watching it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so, like the Emperor was sitting in his, in his throne room on, on Coruscant and was like, man, this soap opera's real, real good. I want everybody to watch it. Everyone must enjoy it. <laughs> yes. Um, so then. The bartender has to try to get everyone out of the bar because the Imperials are imposing a curfew. Now, okay, um, so here's the thing. Earlier on in the Star Wars special, there was this dude who would just show up on people's screens who was an Imperial who'd be like, attention all citizens, mm-hmm. you must blah, 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 blah. So then he shows up, the exact same dude shows up in this soap opera on their screen saying the same thing. <laughs> So does this guy is this guy sitting on Coruscant, and anytime any of the of the million worlds in the Empire needs like an announcement telling them that they've been very very bad Imperials, <laughs> like he's like oh, and he just like spends all day doing like these little like thirty yeah. second like <laughs> PSAs throughout the galaxy because the same yeah. dude on either planet. So then um, now keep in mind they have not broken into song yet. Yes. But why not now? The bartender breaks into a musical, trying to get all the patrons out of the bar. And she rhymes friend with friend. Like 5,000 times. Yeah. Like, that's like her entire rhyme scheme. Yeah, is. there was no rhyming. It was just, have a drink on me, friend. Please. Now leave the bar, friend. And yeah. friend, friend. And it's and it's B. Arthur. who She's not really, like, trying at all. She seems real, real yeah. bored to be there. Side note, there's like this giant literal rat in the bar for some reason. Yeah, it looks, it's like, it's like they, somebody grew up watching the Star Wars Holiday Special and was like, oh, now that I've been put in charge of uh, making the Princess Bride, let's add that thing in here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then we cut back to Lumpy with his device um, and he sends a fake transmission to get the Imperials to return to base. All it is just repeating, return to base, return to base. So, uh, the stormtrooper, most of them leave. One stays. So there's only one stormtrooper in the house. So despite the orders that everybody should return to base, they decide to have one of them stick around. Um, he like goes up and like finds Lumpy with the device and he like, is like starting to attack him, this child. And then finally Chewbacca and Han show up and there's this tussle with the stormtrooper. And so they're they're on the terrace now. Yeah. And the stormtrooper like like got his gun whacked out by Han. So the gun's on the floor next to the railing. Keep in mind they're really high up. Mm-hmm. So what does Han do? He just moves his body back and forth. So the stormtrooper moves his body back and forth. 
And then the stormtrooper sees his gun and, like, I guess tries to go for it. And then for some reason just jumps off. And he just, falls through the just, railing and just... Just falls off. So, basically, Han tricked the stormtrooper into committing suicide. Yeah. Um, then, let's see here. Uh, Han gets in. He's, like, super flirty with all the Wookiees. With, yeah, with Mala. He's like, um, hey, Mala. You start to wonder who Lumpy's real father yeah, is. Yeah, you're, you're like, oh, um, wait. Han is the father. This is, what? Yeah. And then Han says, for some reason, he has to leave so that we can go back to 10 more minutes of nonsensical Wookiee dialogue. Yeah. And then the Imperials call and they're like, hey, we're missing one of our stormtroopers. Have you seen him? And the stormtrooper's <laughs> oh like, oh, yeah. Um, after you guys left, he was like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the store owner randomly pops up again. Yeah. And he's, he tells the Imperial checking in on that stormtrooper who's supposed to be there. He tells them, oh, that stormtrooper, like, he defected. He, he raided our pantry, and then he just, like... And he left. He left for the hills, I guess. Yeah, and then and Imperial's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just believes him. It's like, hey, um, he went out to get some cigarettes, and he'll be back soon. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so, then the store owner leaves. I guess he just came and left. Um, yeah. And Han left. So, it's just the Wookiees, and they start holding up snow globes that yeah. light up. Which then suddenly... And then they're suddenly wearing these cult robes. These red cult robes. And they're floating in outer space. And they're walking into a giant glowing sun. And it's like a bunch of Wookiees all walking to a sun. And then suddenly they're standing in these ancient ruins. Yeah. And C-3PO and R2 are there. And so are Luke, Han, and Leia. Yeah. And then Leia gives the speech about being together. And then she sings the Life Day song. Yeah. Which you heard part of. But she and she's like, this holiday is about the tree of life. And you're like... But we have no idea what life is day it? is. But what is the tree? Like, what, what, what are you are talking about? Um, then they keep showing a bunch of clips of A New Hope while she's singing. Yeah, because like, Chewbacca stares right at, the screw, right at the camera. And then it focuses on basically any of Chewbacca's scenes from A New Hope. He's like yeah. remembering... But you like miss any of like the really important stuff that happened. It's like... Oh, I remember when we were flying in space. Then I remember I was playing holo chess. And then I remember us being attacked by TIE fighters. And then I remember us having the cele- the ceremony. Yeah. Like, where like, is what? everything where's else? Where's the plot? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the scenes they picked were weird. And then it just ends with a family dinner with the Wookiees. We're all sitting with, in, like... With oh, more, oh, oh, more oh. nonsensical, just growls yeah and you just i and then that's it and i just i genuinely hated star wars yeah after i saw well, afterwards this. i was like i can't watch a new hope after this like because, yeah because because <laughs> it's new, been tainted by this yeah because you watch a new hope and you're like this film is what inspired these people to make the holiday special yeah like every every minute of every day i've been excited for last jedi that stopped last night yeah. when I watched this. I was like, I just, I don't think I care anymore. Yeah. Like, it's like this whole thing was propaganda to support some sort of nihilist message yeah. to the populace. I well, just... the thing is, is that like, we've, we've been going through this list that Gabe wrote as we were watching. Yeah. And <laughs> I forgot about a lot of these scenes and we just saw it last night. Yeah. It's like my brain is trying to like trying to forget. Try yeah yeah. It's tr- like well, please because, abort abort because abort. there were so many that just there were so many short scenes that just didn't make sense. Yeah. lumped together. It's like the holiday special was written by somebody who had only seen the trailer for Star Wars. Yeah, it it didn't make any sense because the it, the person didn't so, understand Star Wars at all. So now that you've been on that journey with us, um, I want to read a couple quotes here. Yeah. Uh, the, the reception to it was awful, naturally. Yeah. Um, like we said, George Lucas hated it. Um, uh, so Nathan Rabin of the AV Club at the time, I guess, said, um, he said, quote, I'm not convinced the special wasn't ultimately written and directed by a sentient bag of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> And then David Hofstede, author of What Were They Thinking? The 100 Dumbest Events in Television History, uh, ranked the holiday special at number one, calling it the worst two hours of television ever. I agree. 
yeah. I just, I don't know how this thing was made. Yeah. And I, and like who, like there was no plot. There, no, it was none just of a bunch it, of scenes. None of it made it, any sense. There isn't <laughs> any like, and here's the thing too. Like Lumpy's costume wasn't so bad. Like he looked like a little tiny Wookiee. Yeah. But Mala had this like real, real weird face. Mm-hmm. And itchy, like you you felt like your skin crawl when you saw yeah. him. Because he had the like he had his gums and mm-hmm. like but he was missing all of his teeth and he had this like weird and, like lip. And thing. his his like walking stick was this tiny little came, twig. It, it only came up to his knee. <laughs> it went up to his knee and he had to bend over to make it touch the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. I just I just I don't I don't like I want to say something clever, but it it has sucked all yeah, of the, there's nothing funny all about of it. the enthusiasm out of me. I mean, that's the thing. As I said, it's it's the room of Star Wars, but the room is entertaining because yeah, you're like because oh, man. it's bad. This is just bad. It's just real, real and bad. I don't I don't understand. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Merry Christmas, everyone, or Happy Hanukkah. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day. Yep. Um, let's just let's just move on. Yeah, I can't. can't do it. I just can't. Let's All move right. on to trivia. All right. So this time, for our trivia segment, since we never do them, we only have Force Awakens questions. Yes. So, uh, I have 57, Mark's at 54 right now. Yeah. Uh, Mark, hit me up. What do you got? All right. Which one-word derogatory term does Finn call Chewbacca? One-word derogatory term? Oh, man. Um, thing. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. he's, cause he's, Chewbacca's hurt, and he's like, you're going to leave me with this thing? And he's like, that thing! Yeah. yeah. Okay. How many blades are there on Kylo Ren's lightsaber? Three. Yes. What does BB-8 use on the Millennium Falcon to stay upright during a turbulent flight? Uh, like these little grappling hooks come out of him. Mm, like cable launchers. Okay, but that's yeah, the no, same thing. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the general Poe Dameron is referring to when speaking to Lor Santeca? Who's the general? Leia. Yeah. As seen from space, which planet is surrounded by a dramatic ring of rocks? Oh, as seen from space. Uh, oh, Takodana? No. What is it? Dakar. What's Dakar? Oh, wait, that was the resistance base. Yeah. Dang it. Dakar. Dang it. D apostrophe Q-A-R, Dakar. All right. <laughs> How much of a ration does Unkar plot, plot give Ray the first time she's seen turning in her scavenged bounty? One half portion. One quarter portion. Oh, it's quarter? Yeah. Dang it! <laughs> you missed two! Missed two. So that puts me, let's see here, at 61. Yes. All right, Mark. If you get... Even if you get all six right, you'll be one behind. But you'll gain ground. Which species is the filthy, slobbering, hippo-like creature that is found on Jakku? (laughs) I wouldn't have gotten that. Uh, I have no idea what that race is. What what is it? It is a hapabore. Oh, it's a hapabore, of course. Of course. Those hapabores. Goofy hapabores. To whom does Maz Kanata give Luke Skywalker's lightsaber on Takodana? Gives it to Bray. Wait, no, she gives it to Finn. Did you change your answer because my face? No. <laughs> All right. Because she tries to give it yes, to Ray, and then Ray rejects Finn. it. And okay. Finn, yeah. Okay. Who quietly leans down and says, My dear friend, how I've missed you? down and says, my dear friend, how I've missed you. Um, 
says, my dear friend, how I missed you. That is oh, the question. Geez. Um, this whole leaning down business, because I feel like I would know there wasn't leaning going on. There's no leaning in this whole movie. <laughs> nobody, nobody leans. <laughs> um, who quietly leans down and says, my dear friend. Oh, Snoke says it. No. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to go with, uh, Maz. C-3PO talks to R2-D2. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You can tell because my dear friend is a total C-3PO thing to say. Yeah. My dear friend. Oh, oh dear. What does General Leia ask Han Solo not to do to her once they've reunited? Um, she asks him not to apologize. Anything. Don't do anything. Oh. Oh. This is going to be bad. Which kind of fallen vehicle does Ray use as her house? An AT-AT. Or an AT-AT. What quote Have one... we discussed my problems with ADAP? No. On the podcast? Okay, real quick. So, a bunch, lots of people refer to it as an AT-AT. And those people are fucking morons. Yes. Because, uh, apparently this was like in the, like the, original, car, in the original commercials for the yeah. toy and stuff. Yeah. It was referred to as an AT-AT. Mm-hmm. But what do you call the two-legged walker? What's that called? A-T-S-T. Yes. It's an AT-AT. It's an AT-AT. AT-AT. So it's an ATAT. Yeah, it's ATAT isn't that hard to say. Okay, but what do you say to this argument? So this is the strongest argument I've seen. Um, Humvee. Humvee is uh, it stands for something, but people say it, you know what it how stands? it's written. You know what it stands for? No, it stands for Humvee. There's no. It doesn't mean anything. That's what it stands for something. No. 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 Hold on. I'm looking it up right now. No, it stands for High Mobility Multipurpose Wheeled Vehicle, commonly known as Humvee. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, see, it's commonly known as Humvee. It's H-M-M-W-V. So people don't say Humvee. Yeah. People say Humvee as a nickname. So, but I mean, that's still an argument like you could say at-at. I mean, yeah, but you couldn't, yeah. No, no, no. Because you wouldn't ever call it an Humvee. Instead, you have to come up with something that's easier to say. And Adat sounds dumb. These are giant <laughs> four-legged walkers. And you're like, Adat. Okay. So now, you're, now your argument is just, it sounds dumb. Adat. Yeah, that's, that's... Which I agree with. Yeah. You're right. So, anyway. Okay. Let's continue with the uh, All right. final question. Final question. What, quote, one thing is a first-order stormtrooper race to do, according to Finn? Uh, follow orders. Kill. That... They're, but their order is to kill. <laughs> it's it's. I know. It's a quote, it's so a quote, I can't yeah. get you on a technicality like yeah. that. So you missed. Let's see here. One, two, three, four. Yeah. You're not great. So now you have fifty-six. Yeah. I just know Star Wars better than you. All right. Lastly, I think this is going to be my last Snoke theory. Yeah. Because I've just gotten them all, I think, you know. Yeah. They, there's only so many characters and stars it could be. And I think in light of watching the Christmas special, sorry, yeah. holiday special. Holiday special. Um, Life Day special. Life Day special. It's clearly, Snoke is lumpy. Hear me all out. Right. Yeah. Hear me out. Lumpy would have grown into an adult by this time yep. that you see Snoke. He would basically want revenge on Han Solo for always keeping his dad away from him. Yeah. Because Chewbacca's just always Han off on adventures. Solo. Yeah. He's, uh, Han's, oh, Chewbacca, his father, is on adventures all the time with Han. So he's like, I need to... You left me with no father, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw what, what, what kind of a tool Lumpy is in the, in the special. He's mm-hmm. just such a dick kid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got. 
I believe it. So he shaved himself? Is that <laughs> yeah. what we're going with? Look, if you can't support his lifestyle choices. <laughs> and that's it. I mean. All right. So the next episode. Yeah. We got to come up with a new segment. Yes. But the next episode, we're going to be focused entirely on. Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. We'll just spend the hour talking about Last Jedi. Yeah. And that's it. Because, so here's what our plan is. We are not going to discuss any in any way mm-hmm. anything about The Last Jedi until we've both seen it. Yeah. The goal is, is to record the episode and get it out within a day or so. So next week, we're not planning on recording anything, because currently today is the 5th. This will probably go out in about a week Just or so. Just a couple of days before Last Jedi. Yeah. So then what we're going to try to do is make sure that we get the next episode out real fast so that there's no break. Yeah. Um, the problem is, Mark still hasn't gotten his tickets. Yeah. So we have no idea even when he's going to be able to see but it. I'm, I'm, there's going to be, I'm going to be able to get in to see it sometime over the weekend. All right. So. All right. Yeah. So that's the plan. Okay. Well, until we talk about Last Jedi, have a good holiday. Mooy, mooy, I love you. You almost got us killed. Are you brainless? I podcast. The ability to podcast does not make you intelligent. Get out of here. <laughs>